Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very festive last of the year episode of The Jerick Show. We thought we would just come at you live and uh, wrap up the year on a high note, while all other inferior podcasts are taking time off uh, during this period. Uh, we are here for you. And the fact that we miss random weeks during the year is nothing to do with this or anything like that. So uh, without further ado, I, I'm trying to stall for time as I'm looking for where the, the button is that I need to hit now. So let's roll it. Welcome to The Jarek Show, featuring your hosts, Javad Malik and Eric Crone. Timely topics, poorly presented. Yes, we are here. And speaking of like, you know, I really should get a producer or someone here to help us with, with all this kind of stuff because clearly the help that I have is absolutely useless. Speaking of useless, Eric, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, you definitely need help. I, I noticed how well you did the countdown timer as we yeah. started this week. That was. It's just, uh, you know, Pete. You know, not everyone needs a countdown timer. Every, people are just ready to go. They're, they're just waiting. For it's it. been long enough that you've forgotten how to do this, hasn't it? No, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you if you did show up more than about two minutes before live time, you might be able to also get this stuff in order for you. Honestly, man, what is it with you people and like wanting to plan everything? How do you <sighs> enjoy life? when you do not just like so i and i don't get it i mean you're older than me you clearly grew up in a generation where everything was just pushed to production and you just wait to see what fell over and then you just fixed it then so how can you be now one of those people that are like oh we need to schedule stuff we need to go through change management we because we learned how bad that action was man <laughs> Oh man. Well, it is good to be back. And I, and I gotta say, man, you know, we were, uh, we've been gone for a couple of weeks, but I got to spend some time over there with you and, uh, in the Europe region, uh, as well as the UK, because you know, the UK doesn't count as Europe anymore, even though it's in Europe. We, no, no, we, we are part of Europe. It's the continent of Europe. We're just not part of the European union anymore. Yeah. There's, a, there's a difference. It's subtle. It's yeah. like, North America. If someone says North America, that includes what? Canada and the US. Really? I, I thought everything just included the US. It's just, yeah. it's all US centric, right? Yes, isn't, everything isn't, is US isn't that kind of the, uh, what, what we get for a reputation now? What, what, no, I tell you, you, you lived up to many US stereotypes while you oh. were over here. Okay. You, um, you, you, you arrived in the UK and were amazed at how much you had to walk. And then there were stairs that were really throwing you off, 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 uh, off, you know, what are these things? I believe on more than one occasion I heard you say, I would rather wait here for an escalator to be built than take <laughs> the stairs. That was one occasion, I think, and that was at the, uh, oh God, what was that? Um, the, the expo. It doesn't hall. matter where Excel. it was. Yeah, yeah. And, well, then, and then also what I realized is like, Anything other than perfectly flat surface, like that the indoor inside of a shopping mall, 
your ankles cannot handle it. You're like, oh my God, my feet. Oh my no, God, no, no. How, do I not, how do I not fall over? And then you actually fell over in the mud. You tried and to so, push me off the cliffs in Dover, man. <laughs> so you ended up with like muddy knees on your jeans. And then you were blaming my, my your shoes. Like, oh, look at my shoes. They're all worn out. You never walk in them. How are they worn out? Yeah, yeah. You know, it actually did get much better after I finally got a pair of shoes that I ended up having to go to Berlin for because your customer service in the UK at your shoe store that you sent me to was uh, abysmal at best. That's because we kind of like know what we want. We don't need someone to handhold us for every single thing. That oh, we are doing. The, the German was so efficient. I walked in there. He looked at my feet, said, you need wide. What size you wear? I gave him a number. He's like, this, 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 and this is available. Where over in the UK, the kid was like, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, you, you needed to go to Hooves R Us. He's, it's like you walked into a farm, <laughs> like click, clock, click, clock. Oh, we have just the shoes for you, you wide-hoofed man. <laughs> Yeah, that, that kid in the, the JD Sports or whatever, though, he's like, yeah, my, my shift's up in a few minutes, too. And, uh, I mean, clearly he was engaged in doing a good job before leaving. But I got to tell you, man, I had a lot of fun. We went out to Jeremy Clarkson's farm for a day, which was kind of cool. That's where he tried to shove me off a cliff. Um, and uh, that was, a, that was a, a fun little trip we did there. And then a uh, little time, spent some time in Amsterdam, um berlin uh nuremberg and then back to london so yep. we had a uh it was a very good trip i appreciate everything that uh you know he's he's much nicer to me in person folks uh just so you know he's he's a keyboard <laughs> warrior but uh yeah um and and i'll have you know i maybe i'll maybe i'll upload that clip for another week when, when i met you in the airport we we had that <laughs> So, uh, on to the last stories of the year that we're going to be covering. <coughs> arrested for posing as U.S. bank staffers, cheating many. So, this is like the um, the the regular uh, Indian call center type of fraud that I think yep. most people have experienced. They get a call, hello, I'm from your bank, or I'm from Microsoft, or Amazon, or whatever, and there's an issue or what have you, but don't worry, buy some gift cards, give us serial numbers and all your problems will disappear. Yeah, uh, this this was kind of, I mean, I don't always get these, right? Like there's some that I get, but in this case, it was like, we need to uh, we need to improve your security. That'll cost you $400, get us some gift cards, right? Um, and and I, I thought this was a nice story to end the year on, which is a good note of people being arrested actually. Um, so they were, you know, like we've said in the past, this is like office buildings and stuff. So they were second floor of the Veer Plaza there. Um, they, it was, it was a very well-coordinated sort of event here and they would get people to send them gift cards. And I do love the quote, you know, police are, are yet to figure out how that worked exactly. Well, they, exactly. they get the gift cards and then they sell them or, or, you know, use them for stuff. It's, I mean, it's that's called social engineering. Yeah, like yeah, you know, it's 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 fine, and uh, you know, it, it it's it, it's. It, I mean, this is like Times of India, and like you know, it's brilliant. Like I, I love this line here. On further investigation, police found that thirty-six youths, including women, work there. It's like it's almost like surprising. Like wow. Um, yeah, and they didn't have licenses. Whoa. Yeah. 
Imagine that. They right? do not have a license to. I, I um, love the line too that they're they're script right. Thank you for calling Bank of America customer support. My name is Eric. How may I assist you today? Yes. And you know they said it exactly like that. Um, yes. Very clearly and uh, but yeah, I I thought it was nice to see this taken down. Um, see, see, the cynical part of me is like there are so many of these fraudulent call centers in India. Yeah. They're literally like entire blocks that um, Jim Browning and the likes have exposed on, on YouTube. So this might be just a, a warning shot to the others by the police saying, hey, you know, our rates for protection have gone up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You better pay us or we're going to arrest you like this. So, you know, what this makes me think there's another article that I've been reading. It's uh, it's actually on CNN and I, I almost put it in here, but it's a little bit too much, I think, to go into here. But it's talking about um, a, a scam in Myanmar. And we've talked about this a little bit before where there were some people that were yes. uh, brought over there and they're they're like physically taking these people and putting them in these apartments, but the apartments are surrounded by a 10 foot wall uh, with, <laughs> with right. gun towers and stuff. Right. And they're having to work their way out of there. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, it's a very interesting story about how these scammers in those situations, like we always want to hate the scammers, but some of these folks, they went over there. This guy was like a chemical engineer that they were talking about. And he went over there to, uh, to try to do some work and turns out he ended up getting sucked into this, this deal here and ended up having to scam people 20 hours a day in order to get his freedom. And I mean, there's like pictures of them where they whipped them and like, it's pretty serious stuff, man. So it, man, yeah. I thought we were trying to get not, not so more. I, I know. I know. I tell you what, uh, I, I, over the, 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 the holiday season, like last week, um, I said to my family, like, there's a really good film from my childhood, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. <laughs> and uh, sat down and you, you talk about whips and, you know, he's kidnapped all the kids from the local villages yep. and they're whipping them and getting him to dig and everything. And then I, I, I said, you know, um, after watching this film, like, you know, Nike and Adidas and everyone, they got ideas to like build their factories in these countries, and that's what they base their business model on. <laughs> yeah. And everyone was like, oh, really? We didn't know that. Is it? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are your kids still falling for stuff like that? I would think being surrounded by your sarcasm 24 7, 365, they would be cynical of everything. No, they, they, they just like, you know, like, like most people, they, they appreciate that the time they have with me, the wisdom that I impart, and um, they're grateful kids, unlike, you know, some adults I know. <laughs> All right, like, moving oh. on. They roll their eyes as if, like, you know, <laughs> I'm so done with your stuff. Like, you know. <laughs> Dude, your kids are awesome, man. They really are. Yes, we, you were over here. You you got to meet my family. And uh, actually, my boys came out with me to on your birthday as on well. On my birthday. Yeah. And we, we took you to a fancy schmancy place. We got you a big badge to wear and everything. It was, uh, Indeed. It was quite, quite the trip. Indeed. Uh, no, we got time. home. My, 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 my boys were telling everyone else, like, oh, it was Uncle Eric's birthday. He's so much older than Dad. <laughs> but anyway, let's see. <laughs> Paramount and CBS owner confirms significant breach affecting data of thousands of users. Yeah. Um, 
and the National Numerous Data Breach is a year old now. And that's actually why I put this up here. This is something that that happened last year. They found out about it, I think, in August. Yeah. And they're just now starting to tell people. This is another one of those stories. And I know we were talking about it on a high note, but this is another one of those stories where you're like, how many months have gone by now that this people's information has been exposed that they've known about it and haven't started telling them? It came out in like an SEC filing or, yeah, um, main attorney general filing there. I'm like, man, and it's it's very frustrating. I'm hoping we do better next year with stuff like this. Um, I really, really do. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, final story is, um, bum, 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 bum. This I, is a I, Florida one. It's a Florida one from, from your neck of the woods. It is. So a neighbor of yours, friend of yours? Uh, actually, this is St. Pete. So okay. I'm just north of, uh, you know, in, in Tampa area. This happened in St. Pete. And I thought this was a fun little, you know, Christmassy story to wrap things up where this young lady, uh, apparently they they had a, a, a falling out over um, some, I don't remember what the, oh, a lead, no, no, no. Alleged uh, infidelity. Infidelity, yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay. so he tried to get away, and she beat him with the Christmas tree. Started the striking victim multiple times with the Christmas tree <laughs> as he's lying on the couch, leaving him with several minor scratches <laughs> on his upper body and arms. He honestly, he sounds just like you, one of those really sensitive people. Oh, I cracked a nail. Somebody oh, call the police. You know, it's just, I, I just love that the weapon of choice was a Christmas tree. And that tells me a couple of things. First of all, how big was this Christmas tree? Probably not one of these ridiculous uh, Christmas trees. But, Probably not. You know, anything can be used as a weapon. So my, my thoughts on this, a learning moment here is if you're going to have infidelity or if you have somebody who is going to think that perhaps you are Maybe if you have an argument, it's not a great idea just to lay on the couch undefended uh, in the midst of the argument, especially if there's Christmas trees or other heavy bludgeoning weapons. Around. But, but what if you, what, maybe her partner was French and all he knows is how to like lie down undefended and like wave a white <laughs> flag. <laughs> God, you just, oh, those poor French. Why are you so mean to the French? I don't know. Well, you know, I'm mean to everyone, so I'm an equal opportunist. Meaning. Excellent. I suppose. Excellent. Yes. So, so you know, we we okay. Let let's talk about the before we we wrap up. So uh, Eric arrived in the UK and he said, "Could you come and meet me at Heathrow? I don't know how to, uh, I don't know how to get you know to to the Excel." And I said, "It's one train." He goes, "No, please come." And I said, "Well, okay. I need to go to the Excel Center anyway, and I have to change a couple of trains." So. I might as well go out my way, make sure the the the, the fat dumb American doesn't get lost. <laughs> and look how smug you are! Look how smug you are. And oh. Anyway, I, I I think I cannot show my face in Heathrow anymore because I turn up, and this I I, I have to self censor how I describe you, but this person, Eric, he 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 had this custom made case cover uh which says uh javad is my bestie yeah which, yeah and it's i i 
I'm lost for words, but okay. It's uh, it was simultaneously. Look, look how smug he is in that picture. It was simultaneously the like I was flattered and honoured, but it was also <laughs> grotesque, and I was mortified. So I, I don't know how to feel about that, but that's that's a mixed feelings I got from that, and that's a mixed feelings I get every time I see your face, Eric. Oh well. Yeah, and with that, we end the year. And uh, have a good one, everyone. And we'll see you in the new year. Have a, you know, enjoy um, setting those resolutions that aren't going to last more than 10 days. You know, they're going to fall out quicker than Eric's hair. But, you know, we, we'll see that. So until then, stay secure, my friends. <laughs>